Welcome to the Naturally Curious Podcast with Tawny Stowe, also known as the Woodland Priestess, where you will be invited to expand your mind to be curious about all things mind, body, and soul. Your host, Tawny, is a born adventurer, a woman of Métis heritage, and trained as a medical intuitive, Reiki master, and yoga instructor. And now, your host, Tawny. All right, all my friends, welcome back. And today, like many days, I'm sitting here with a cup of tea. Today, I'm actually drinking the soul chakra tea. And it's full of some good friends that I'm, I'm big on right now. It's got peppermint and marshmallow root and um, dandelion and calendula. So I, this is kind of a, an herbalist favorite time of year. It's, it's, I'm honestly like a kid in a candy shop outside right now everywhere I go there's new plants popping up what's that one what's that one what's in flower now and it's super exciting because I'm not a perfect herbalist in any way shape or form I actually don't even call myself an herbalist 98% of the time but I can't always identify things just by their leaves go figure so I'm still learning and the flowers are coming out now so now I'm like oh that's who you are friend and then I get to drink some of my friends and teas and I think it's fun that I'm drinking the soul chakra tea today because my guest who I've invited for tea is Jackie. And I had the privilege of being on her podcast and I wanted to pay the favor back and, and bring her over here and let her sit on the other side and feel, you know, feel into being the participant because she's so great at asking questions and, and having everyone else and doing all the work. And, and kind of now I get to put her in the position of, just sit back, relax, let's have a conversation. And my, my reasoning for wanting to really bring Jackie um, in as I'm drinking soul chakra tea is, is I have this real love of Jackie's approach to the realm of intuition, to the realm of healing, uh, where often chakras can come up, you know, for discussion and, and most certainly so does soul work. And the reason I love Jackie, um, so much is uh, there's, you know, well, where do I start? But it primarily we connected heavily because I started reading her posts and she's one of the few people who doesn't call out bad black shadows. Instead, she calls out shadows as some of the most important opportunities of our individual growth. So Jackie, Jackie Sharp, an amazing artist, a creator of a tarot deck that's amazing for shadow work and a podcast host among so many other things, a diva in the online space. Here we are together. Thanks for joining me, Jackie. Thank you for having me. It's, it's definitely interesting uh, being the guest and not the question asker. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think you started with shadow work with as far as... Um, sharing it with the world. So I found you first. Uh, so oddly enough, we lived in the same city and I never knew you were there. Um, I knew nothing about you when I lived in the city. I moved in, uh, six hours away and through the homeschool community in the middle of a pandemic, I, I met somebody who purchased your card deck and she thought, oh, Tawny's that crazy barefoot kind of hippie chick. She's going to really like these cards. I'm going to go show her. And she showed me your card deck and I did. I really liked them. I thought, wow, you know, this is really neat. And so I, then I went and looked you up and found out we had a friend in common and, and I, and I was, Oh, okay. You know, Sheena, you must be kind of cool. I kind of need to see what you're doing. So then I started watching your posts. So for me, 
I found your shadow work in the form of your card deck first. So I guess I'm really curious, is that where you started with going public on shadow? I'm, yeah, I, I wanna say it is. Um, before then, I, I kind of committed to the idea of uh, being a shadow work coach because when I first started, I was reading auras and I was doing like energy checks with people. And in that, I discovered that what I see most of is shadows. What I see most of in people are the darkness or the darker um, aspects of, of the psyche. So I was seeing the subconscious when I was reading people's energies. And I was like, well, what is that, right? So obviously it led me to like discover what it actually was that I was seeing because it just felt heavy, you know? And then it really illuminated the fact that I wasn't really dealing with my own shadows. So I was like, mm. I can see it in others but I'm not doing it myself. And then I'm like, now I have to completely change that. I have to figure out how I can use that because I knew that was my gift. I knew that was what I was here to do, but it was like, how? And the more that uh, I seeked to understand the how, the more I went into, oh shit, like, no, this is, this is bigger than that. Like, we got to figure this out. <laughs> it's like a vast majority of us as, as humans are completely going over the subconscious and like just very 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 suppress 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 and that's that's where all the the golden nuggets are of, mm -hmm. of our mind like everything is there and it, it's like it was so interesting because like at first obviously I was battling like the idea that I wasn't going to be enough whatever I was going to produce whatever I was going to um provide to the to the world wasn't going to be enough because that was my shadow that mm -hmm. I was addressing you know I right I couldn't do this because ah it was too much you're going to be too much people aren't going to get it they're not going to understand it like where you're coming from so I was like really calculated in my approach to be like okay well I have to get this 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 and this in order I have to figure myself out so that I can um, you know, speak authentically so that I can get what I want across mm -hmm. versus because you know, before it would be the, the thing where I would be met with like, well, how do you know that? You know, like, oh, you're such a know-it-all. And I'd be mm. like, right. <laughs> and, and then the more I, I did my own shadow work and stopped letting, you know, that voice uh, become the voice that mm -hmm. spoke for me and like, out of my own trauma kind of almost was what it was before I was like wait there's power in this you know there, there's power in this the more I seek to understand that side of me the more I seek to understand why I suppressed it where it came from what I'm like how I use it and and for negative how I use it for unhealthy versus how I use it for healthy that and, you know huge that that point right there is is so big because I would say that both your audience and my audience, we largely have a bunch of highly intuitive, highly sensitive, highly empathic people. And I don't say that because everyone else isn't. I say that only because these are people aware of the fact that they are sensitive, empathic and intuitive and they don't know what to do with it. And I want to kind of, there's so many things that, I mean, you want to talk golden nuggets, you just laid them all out on the table in one, you know, one big starting point. If we go backwards there, you mentioned people kind of, you, you know, your shadow was people are going to think I'm too much. And how do you know that? And I kind of want to go backwards to those two pieces. When you're really intuitive and you're seeing things, there, you said this, there's a way to say that of service 
And there's a way of saying things that maybe isn't so helpful. Can you maybe dive a little deeper into, into how you recognize you do know stuff? Because you just said it is a power. What, what was yeah. the shift in that? Can you, people can't see it's my arm gestures. Can you expand on that? That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it came down to reaction, right? It was like, if, if I said something a certain way, how did I feel? How did it make me feel? How did it make the other person feel? And the more I, I was like, okay, you know, if it didn't hit, then I would internalize it. I'd be like, oh, it didn't hit. I'm, I'm awful. Oh, too much, too much. Right. And the more that I, I kind of looked at it, it's so interesting because for a very long time, I was like beating myself up. I was doing the intuitive readings. I was, you know, using other people's decks. I was going with that. I was going with what I knew intuitively based on my own gift. And it was like, the more I leaned into my gift, the more it was like, mm, maybe that's hit or miss. Maybe they're not going to receive it. And then I would find myself, you know, kind of trying to withhold <laughs> that aspect of myself mm -hmm. because I didn't want them, you know, to, to get triggered. I didn't want them to be upset <laughs> with me. Mm -hmm. but, there's you a know, big which, shadow work. <laughs> yeah. Which, which led me to be like, well, you know, like, yeah. I mean, that's what you're here to do. You're here to illuminate that. And it's, it wasn't up to me <laughs> for mm -hmm. them to receive it or not. It was just up for, you know, if you're open to it, this is what it is. If you're not, then you're not going to receive it well. And that's okay. It was, it yeah. took a long time <laughs> mm -hmm. for me to say that end part that it's okay. Either way, if either, you don't receive you know, it, if you don't receive it, it's fine. And can you explain, so the, you're very creative and I know this about you because you, you know, you really play in that artistic realm. You're, you've got those artistic bones, you know, no doubt in my mind that the artist is one of your art, you know, one of your archetypes It's one of your true expressions. When you're in integrity, that's who you are being really artistic. So you start out, you know, with doing auras by Jack. And, and, and you start out by seeing things at that point, though, people are asking you what you see. Yeah. Now, if you step backwards, let's just go Jackie in high school, Jackie in college. I don't know, even know if you went to high school, but nobody's asking you, Hey, can you read me? And, and, and yet you're still seeing things. Yep. And not only are you seeing things, but I'm going to guess you're telling people what you can see. In that yeah. unhealthy way. Sure. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in, that, in that, I don't know. I'm not very self-aware of myself, but I'm going right. to project this because I know. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That trauma programming is so real. Like, it's funny because I started writing uh, my own story, writing my own book, and you bringing up school reminded me of it because that's the biggest thing when I was in school, when I was public school all the way to high school was I blocked my intuition entirely. Okay. I, I, I couldn't be intuitive because it was scammy. It was false. It, you know, all of those narratives, those, those other people's narratives and things were like, no, it's not real. It's bogus. It's BS, right? That's not how we live. Um, it's not a real job, like all of those mm -hmm. things replayed in my mind, but I knew that I, I had a gift. I knew that there was something about me that was different. And I always kind of knew, but I was like, eh, you know, maybe they're right. These adults are correct. You know, it is crazy. It is, 
you know, it's nothing. It's, it's not gonna provide for myself. And it's so funny because that's like one of the first narratives I knocked down when I started. I got my first tar- like Oracle deck. I don't read tarot very much, but I got my first Oracle deck. And I remember just read, read, read. Like the very first thing I did was create a page, go live and, and start reading, you know, because that was me. That was my authentic <laughs> self that I had suppressed mm-hmm. and buried based on, you know, other people's narratives. So it was like, oh, hey, this, this is, I can do this. Like, this is, this is what I'm here to do. And it's just like, as soon as you see it, as soon as you start that creative spark, as soon as, you know, that spark is lit within you, it's like, I have to explore that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't go back, right? Yeah. Once you're conscious, you mm-hmm. can't go back. No, to, well, you can, uh, but your body breaks back. down quicker. So I yeah. always say, you know, when people say ignorance is bliss, there's a reason. Because once you know, you actually have to put effort into ignoring it. And, and to do that takes a toll on your physical body. So your body will not let you with as much ease live the way you were, right? Um, yeah. and, that, and that's only been accelerating as, as we keep diving into um, this reawakening to the fact that we're spiritual beings. Uh, so more is becoming clear. And the more things are becoming clear, the harder it is to walk out of alignment with who we are which is good for people like you and I, Um, but it, but it's uncomfortable even for people like you and I. So, you know, I think what I really want people to understand is that your, your experience though, of being told what you can and can't do as well as projecting what wasn't asked for has ultimately led to, it was there. It was always there. It was always a part of you. It was just there in the shadows. And then you realize that that would then become the golden nugget, as you put it, to stepping into healing the past to start turning up when you are being asked of service and, yeah. and then start breaking down some of that cultural programming around, you know, being good enough and, and where that takes you. And I gotta, I, you know, I gotta say, not everybody will, will know, but it takes a lot of courage to just pick up an Oracle deck and go live. Um, it also takes a lot of courage to read auras. And I think what's fascinating is if you've ever picked up a tarot deck, there's, there's the dark tower and people are just, I mean, people are terrified of the tower card and they're terrified of the death card. So then there's Jackie coming to read auras and everyone thinks of auras almost like angels and angelic and beautiful, peaceful, mystical things. And you start seeing dark spots. How was that received? You know what? It, it was very mixed. Uh, it was a lot of like the people wanting like, oh, the good things, oh, the positive things. And then I'm like, well, I see that. But I also see you know, like where you could do a little bit of work to kind of tweak it and make mm-hmm. it brighter. Like, you know, it's like, and it wasn't very well received. Like, that's why I kind of shifted uh, my, my perspective on how I'm going to deliver because doing it that way, I still do it that way. Like there are still people who are interested in seeing their darkness laid out so that they can really get, you know, that visual image is a lot and mm-hmm. it really stays here. Right. So I still do it, but I really shifted to the deck. I really shifted to like creating something that I could really express what it was that I was seeing where I could really be like, you want to go deep? Let's go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, tell me how deep you want to go because I see it all. Yeah. Right down to like uh, almost ages of like things that, that showed up and it's like, 
it's a profound experience for both of us. And it's so funny because I never really, it didn't dawn on me that I could do this for myself, <laughs> mm. you know, like that I could go back and I could really like do this for me. And it's funny because also that was a part of my programming where it was like, I can't do things for me. This is still something I'm unlearning to this day. It's always a work in progress because I would always be putting myself last always mm. as a child all mm. the way up to now. It was like, I was the emotional rock for my parents. And now I see why, because I see darkness so mm-hmm. deeply that it was like, okay, I can, I can help you work through that. So even as a child, that was my conditioning to be like, mm. Hey, you have this crazy, like emotional roller coaster of a life. I'm this child who just intuitively knows things. Mm-hmm. I just intuitively know emotions. So mm-hmm. let's work through it. And that was always my conditioning. And now it's like the cycles breaking where I think that I am last you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's like so profound to, to see everything and be able to go back in your own life and see, you know, where you suppressed or where you projected or where you um, really stopped being your authentic self so that you could help others so that you could be the almost mm-hmm. too much of service, right? Mm. Like, that's what it feels like for me. I was too much of service before. Well, because and that you kind were... of caused a lot of resentment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's called the martyr archetype, right? So in, in yeah. my deck, that's the second chakra imbalance. That's that yeah, sure. I'm I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm uh, ooh, I'm over giving and then I'm angry and I'm resentful, but I I don't see that it's because I'm not holding the boundary of taking care of yeah. me. I'm not seeing that, right? Yeah. Exactly. And that's the shadow work. And yet that second chakra, the martyr archetype. The, the once that shadow comes back into light is the mystic and that's where you're in soulful service and yes you're still giving but no longer at the expense of yourself exactly yeah right and i and i guess this is something i really want people to understand about shadow work and i'll let you answer it but does it disappear do you just like see that shadow of the martyr and you're like oh nailed it done no uh, not at all. That's, that's one of the biggest things that I talk about within my work is that it's an ongoing process. You're never going to be rid of it. It's it gets easier, like so much easier the more you do it. Mm-hmm. The more that you dive deeper and deeper, the more that you uncover the the rocks. It gets easier, but it, it doesn't go away. You're always going mm-hmm. to do it for life, and it, it's that's like, that's kind of like this thing that's what we're here to do it's so funny because that was my new perspective on life it's like we are here to yes live and be our authentic self and you know lean into whatever life that we choose to create for ourselves we create it right so it's like we're here to do that but a part of that is the shadow work a very heavy uncomfortable part of that is is seeing that side of you being both sides you know the darkness the light whatever you want to call it um and coming into balance together, not just like one or the other, because too much sacred union yeah, Mm -hmm. and too much negativity is toxic. Right. So it's like the balance. It's really, I call it the sweet spot. I love it. The gray area. Yeah. Or the gray. I like the gray too, because that's what happens when you bring black and white together. Right. It is, it does become, I love those analogies. And, and, you know, it's interesting. There's a few things there. When, when I think about being alive, when I think about becoming a spiritual being, it means I have spiritual work, if you will call it that, or, or awareness all of the time. And so 
I can't keep growing. I can't keep expanding. I can't keep having the, this spiritual experience without the shadow. It's the shadow. Every time I self-sabotage myself, that's where I relearn courage. Mm-hmm. I have to have that experience, you know, to sort of keep going. And I love how you said it gets easier because what I find is it gets easier to recognize when the shadow is surfacing and it helps me know where to direct my attention or my focus or where growth is needed. But that doesn't mean the experience gets easier because it's not meant to. Because it's a, it's a complete, absolute, utter lie that life is supposed to be easy. Yeah. That's all part of the conditioning that kept us away from embracing, you know, that, that we have shadow and light aspects. And I love that you said too much positivity is bad too, because that's ultimately where we, we have been operating as a society. Everything should be good. Everything should be happy. Everything should be comfortable. And we need to do everything we can to control circumstances to make sure we stay that way. And if we do that, that is the definition of success or not. You can meet people like Jackie and I, and we can rock your world upside down and inside out and tell you actually, what if, <laughs> what if that yeah. beautiful light aura around you that Jackie can read is full of dark spots that make up who you truly are and how you walk through this life? Yeah, it's big stuff. And I, I kind of want to call you out on, um, <laughs> on a social post, which I, I didn't prep you for any of this, of course. Oh, sorry for the beep. Um, I know. Um, so it's, it's not, it's not to shame you. Of course, I don't, I don't believe in that, but I think it ties into what you just said um, in, in that the shadow never disappears and it's not supposed to be easy. I read one of your recent posts and, and this is something I've struggled with my whole life. You want to talk about, you know, going backwards and intuition. You wrote that you knew a big change was coming. You intuitively were aware of a massive shift you were undergoing and I haven't been, I haven't been on social media. So if there was any lead up to this, I'm completely out in the dark on any context for the record. But right. what I liked about what you wrote, and this is the piece that really, you know, hit me because this is how I feel. The knowing didn't stop it from occurring and it didn't make it any easier. Yeah. <laughs> and, exactly. you know, when you work in, in the intuitive field, you work with Oracle, you work with tarot, you work with, you know, shadow coaching. There can be a really big misconception. It's to help you avoid any bad things happening to you. And that's a complete and utter lie. And anybody who tries to sell you that, you should walk away hard and fast in the other direction. And if you're seeking that, you need to talk to Jackie Sharp because it's time to face your shadow, right? Yeah, if you're absolutely. looking for yeah. everything to just be light, um, do you want to, I mean, I don't know how personal that particular post was, but do you want to elaborate just on, on what it's like knowing things? Yeah. Wild. So I, I've had the same premonition since about a year ago now. Okay. Uh, I knew exactly the life changes that were going to take place in my life. They told me names, like right down wow. to like the initial things and, and everything. And, and it's funny because I was still skeptical at that time, even a year ago of my own self and my own ability to know things. So I just kind of showed in with the rug 
Um, you know, it was like, eh. but it was always in my mind. It was always in my mind that these big changes were going to happen. And I knew that once this change happened, it was going to launch this, 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 and this. And, you know, my career was going to take off. I was going to be healing. I was going to be overwhelmed. I was going to be stressed out, but all was going to work out after this. It was like that one last thing before I launched into this new reality, into the new paradigm that I was creating. So, and, you know, I knew all of that, but I kind of suppressed it, <laughs> you know, the shadow, suppress it, leave it in there, deal with it when it happens and just kind of be present because I knew that if I wasn't present on my journey too, that I wouldn't be able to have those experience I needed before this even happened anyways, to be mm. able to help myself on the other side. So I was like, it came to a point where I was like, okay, I get it. I've raised this. This is in my awareness. This is in my awareness. I know I took the mental note, but I know I still have to live my life through it. So spring hit. And that was when they said, you know, this change is coming. It's coming in spring. It's going to happen quick, you know, like swift. And I was like, all right, let's, let's see what happens. And I was, it's like subconsciously I was waiting, <laughs> waiting for something to happen, to change my paradigm. And then uh, still skeptical that it was going to happen. And as soon as it did, it was like, whoa, um, expect the unexpected really came up to my mind because I, I knew <laughs> that, you know, the rug was going to be swept right under me and my whole life would change. And, you know, there'd be like moving, there'd be like, you know, everything was going to happen. There was going to be this culmination of absolute change in every aspect of my life, <laughs> but I didn't quite um, you know, I, I knew the awareness was there, but my body wasn't there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, I was like, oh, that, that uncomfortable tightness when everything kind of fell into place, out of place in my mind, because mm -hmm. I'm still human and I still have to experience this, this shit storm that was coming for me. Mm -hmm. So it was like complete upheaval, you know, uh, separated and, and gone to a new beginning and, you know, like having to process, um, all of, all of the things that, uh, were, were happening leading up to it, you know, like mm -hmm. I knew I called it, I knew mm -hmm. what was going to happen mm -hmm. and bam, as soon as it did, my mind's like, Whoa, like, you know, like shit, like mm -hmm. you did know, Mm -hmm. And now you have to deal with it. Now mm -hmm. you have to work through that shadow. You have to work through it in order to come out stronger on the other side. So you can do service to the full extent that you can be of service, right? It's like yeah. when you have a higher calling, like when you know you're intuitive, you know that you have to be of service in some way. When you have that, you also have the biggest responsibility to do the shadow work because if you're not doing the shadow work, you can't be of your best service. This is my yeah. opinion. You can't mm -hmm. be of your best service with other people because like, you know, you have to learn these lessons also in order to be able to share authentically. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, what is that? It's like authenticity is like huge integrity. integrity. Yeah. Right. All of that. You have to, <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to mm -hmm. do that. You have to be able to go through the steps too. I feel like that's something a lot of people miss. And I, so I don't want to discourage people from leaning into their intuition. And I certainly don't want to discourage people from thinking that they can read Oracle, but I really, I get a lot of customers sent to me that have been messed up by other Oracle readers who've been told they've been cursed, who've been told they have this, who've been told that their chakras are broken. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the, 
details, but I, that's a, a lot of the customers that find me are at their wits end and, 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 or have been failed by, you know, a system or really misled by a love and light person or a, um, a, a, you know, a dogma, I guess is the best word, you know, a, a dogma of, of practicing and you hit it just, just so perfectly that you're human because we are all human and that we do all have to go through our experiences. So even if you're one of those people who, you know, who did get that, that tarot reader who messed you up, it's all part of your journey. You know, it's all a part of the experience, but I would really strongly encourage anybody who wants to, to step into a role that they think they're going to call themselves a healer. You have to understand the responsibility that comes with that. And the responsibility is massive and it can be very heavy. You know, everybody wants to be the mystic until they realize that the mystic is often alone. It's the same as the hermit in the, in the tarot deck. Um, yeah. And then they're like, whoa, 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 that doesn't sound so cool. I don't want to be that old curled up thing in a cave. Precious, give me back my precious. I don't want to be that. Or maybe I do. <laughs> um, but maybe. yeah, but that's, you know, so... I guess I just, I love tarot. I love Oracle. I love intuition, but it's so important that you really check into the sense of, you know, true responsibility someone is taking for your well-being, and, and are they in integrity and, and what does integrity mean to you? And perhaps the person that you come into contact with is to teach you about integrity and that's okay. But please listen to these podcasts and know that if you're going to step into a realm such as Oracle or Tarot, you need to be willing to do your own work. And you might need people like me or people like Jackie to help you, you know, continue down your path of doing your work. And I think that's an important piece for people to understand too, is, is I'm not an island and I don't go it alone. I, I've had an awesome shadow reading with Jackie. And it's, it's important that you seek out people that are really um, pushing you to expand, but, but are, are taking your journey, you know, with, with, with reverence, you know, um, you used to manage a, a really high profile, you know, Oracle reading online kind of group. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have anything you want to sort of add in, in how people can, what they, people need to know about, about this, about reading Oracle, reading auras? It's, it's definitely interesting what I've learned about that. Um, both receiving, because with that group, I had to, you know, vet a lot of uh, readers so that I could see, you know, mm -hmm. if, if they were in alignment, if it was an integrity. And um, I was very of the opinion that everyone deserves a shot because we do, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if um, this is something we want to try out. Yes, by all means, you know, give it a shot. If it doesn't mm -hmm. work for you, that's fine. Don't beat yourself <laughs> up about it. Like, no, give it a shot, though, is, <laughs> is really what um i liked to do and it's interesting while you were uh, gone from the group i actually had somebody come to me and talk about um another medium who wasn't in the group but who messaged uh her about you know scammy like you have a curse put on you type of thing oh, dear. and i talked to her 
Yeah, I talk about this in my um, private group all the time. Like I share my unpopular opinions uh, in my empowered truth group. And um, yeah, so one of the things I talked about in there is the fact that I don't believe in any of that. I believe that it's all our own stored trauma, our own stored shadow, right? So that's all just that projection of, of what we created within our mind, right? So, and it's funny because if we all did the shadow work, we would see that. We'd be able to see, acknowledge, and understand that that was something we created in our mind. And it's like, that's why, like, I don't know if we have this because I just did this myself, like all of my own thing, but like, do we have things where we can like kind of teach people the ways of like deeper knowledge of the subconscious and conscious because I feel like a lot of you know tarot readers and they see that they still see and they're of the belief that it's going to be an outward entity and sometimes they do the scammy money thing like send me more money so that you can you know get rid of this and it's <laughs> like that is not even going to get rid of it because what gets rid of it is doing the shadow work doing the inner transformation I feel like that's that's the big message is that nobody's putting a curse on you you are you and you've got work to do <laughs> yeah that's literally it and mm -hmm. it's like it doesn't have to be complicated we as humans complicate everything because we we don't see both sides of ourselves right so we just mm -hmm. overthink it but <laughs> it's like the more we're able to see both if we're just able to look, we don't mm -hmm. even have to examine right away. If we're just able to look and see, mm -hmm. then just give yourself time to go into examination. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I have to make a decision right now. I have to do this thing right now. It, mm -hmm. It's just like, you're aware of that. So now you can put your pieces together and mm -hmm. you can move however you choose to with the mm -hmm. knowledge that you have the best. And it's that simple, you know, like it seems so complex, but it's really that simple. It's just allowing yourself to mm -hmm. see something objectively for what it is instead of, yeah. oh, it's going to be this. He really means this. She yes. really means that, you know, creating this narrative in our minds mm -hmm. is creating that negative shadow, that negative energy that we're, we're seeing. It's so fascinating. It is fascinating. And, and I love that this is where we're, you know, sidelining because, I do believe that, you know, ruins, divination are all amazing tools, but at mm -hmm. the root of all of those things is us at the root of those things is our own energy. So if we're going to play with runes and we're operating from our shadow, our runes are going to show us all of our shadow. Yeah. If we are looking to a tarot deck to tell us whether to go left, to go right, to go forward, do I trust him? Do I trust her? We are no longer trusting ourselves in any way, shape, or form. And we are giving away our power completely by saying, I have no inner discernment, no inner wisdom, no inner feeling, no inner intuition. So I have to get it from an external source. And that in itself is a call for shadow work because you are not trusting yourself in any way, shape, or form. So I'm a big fan of this is why I love your work, right? This is why I wanted to have you on here. I'm, I'm a fan of your work because the kind of readings you do, the kind of readings I do, we open up doorways for people to grow and expand in the way they walk through, the, through life. And from there, sure, maybe you do need some guidance. As you alluded to, you had a major life event coming. Sure, maybe you do want to pull some cards. 
for, you know, for a little, uh, you know, okay, well, where do I go from here? What am I feeling here? Where's my opportunity to expand? How can I look at this a little bit different, but not, do I go left or right? Do I say yes or no? You know, those things have to come from you and, and they, and you need to work with people who help you build up a deeper understanding of who you are. That is the spiritual game. That is spiritual evolution. And, and that, that's where we're headed. That's how we become back in tune with our divine birthright, in my opinion, which I think I have a lot of unpopular opinions like Jackie does, but she's got a private space where she shares them. <laughs> oh, man. It, like, that's one of my own shadows, too, is like the, the concealing some of my, I mean, I've started over the last few months to let them out uh, on my public profile, but it's like, there's still so many things that I don't necessarily know everyone's ready to hear, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the, then, because when you hear these words from someone like me, it really makes you look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why I do the writing I do, because if you are moved by what I say in any way, you're looking in the mirror, mm -hmm. you know, you recognize that what you're reading resonates with you on some level. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, when you read that, shit, you're starting to question, you know, you're mm -hmm. questioning yourself and um, how this does resonate with you, you know, like, where do I see this in myself? And that's the beauty of it. That's why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. But with that also comes, you know, accountability. So if I say some of my truths, then it really causes that accountability mirror to be shining. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, you do have to take an active role, like an active look at the role you played in your own suffering throughout your whole life mm -hmm. by suppressing the shadow, you know? So it's like, this is fine line that, that I dance on to be like, is this helpful? Is this a hindrance? Uh, will this be okay will this not so that's why I created that space in the first place so that everyone who goes in there knows it's not going to be pretty all the time it's mm -hmm. not going to be fluff. no fluff no frill it's going to be exactly what I think in my mind what I experience what I see and uh, I do go really deep in there I do share a lot of uncomfortable personal truths because mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's really how we grow you know yeah. it's like if you see my uncomfortable truths if you see my changes if you know exactly what's going on within my inner world and how it projects into my outer world mm -hmm. and you see that in yourself and you can be like holy shit this person is still kicking ass she's still you know doing that inner work she's still yeah. figuring it out within her mind I can do that too yeah it's yeah. like so empowering just to share well and and that's where that sense of responsibility comes in right where where if you're and I don't I, I guess I took a huge pause off of social media. As you know, I just hit the brakes. I didn't care if that was a good business decision or not. It was, nope, I'm done. Um, yeah. I listened to myself first and my, my, I need space and I need to just be in the woods. And that's what I did, but I'm back and it's good to be back. And I feel good. Um, and, you know, um, and following, listening to myself, but you, that, that reflection of responsibility comes back to you when you recognize that you don't need to convince like the teenage you or me. We don't need to say things just for the sake of saying them to people who don't want to hear them. And we don't need to engage in those power struggles because the world has enough third chakra imbalance and enough power struggles that are crumbling all around us. However, our own internal battles with power and struggle 
can be empowering to others if we use them responsibly, right? And we and we share them in those in those more sacred uh, containers where where people are ready and and uh, you're transparent about what what you're coming over to read and and then it becomes also easier to hold the boundary of well if you don't like it you don't need to be here <laughs> um because i created it you know sort of separate and so and and off of the beaten path so uh, you can remove yourself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like, just, just as quickly as you come in you can leave if you don't like it you know yeah. like if it makes you uncomfortable then you're not ready and that's okay see mm -hmm. some people don't think it's okay they don't they're just like oh you know i'm not okay so it's not okay and it's like no yes. we can both exist in two different worlds you yeah. don't have to be in your world if you're not comfortable in there that's fine no and it's like but before the old me was like no i have to make everyone comfortable <laughs> like, yeah. everyone i need to be uncomfortable they need to be comfortable and now it's like no like i get it i mm -hmm. completely understand life on so many different levels i completely respect everyone's experience mm -hmm. and it's like if you want to be a part of my experience I'll let you like yeah. that door is open I'm completely transparent about my life yeah. but if you don't want to that's also fine yeah it's like the mutual responsibility you know it's like I have that responsibility to be and share what I do and I need to do it with transparency I need you to know exactly what you're getting into exactly who I am mm -hmm. and if you know discern for yourself whether you want in that world or you don't and know that either way it's okay yeah right like yeah I am totally okay with either way and that took so long for me to be okay but it's like now that's like my new favorite saying it's like it's okay like, it's know, okay everything is just, just okay well and I think people need to also understand that discernment is more about resonance than comfortable and discomfort yeah. So discernment isn't, does this make me uncomfortable? Because there's a lot of things that are super uncomfortable that are great for me, <laughs> right? So it's, it's, it's discernment is, is this in alignment with who I want to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and also to your point, be okay that being who I want to be is sometimes uncomfortable. You know, you might say something that makes me uncomfortable. Um, that opens up the opportunity. Yeah. You know, do I, where do I want to go with that? And this is the piece about people like you and people like me. If you, if you're, you know, you're in Jackie's space and you're reading stuff and it is making you uncomfortable, but you know, you want to go there, but you can't get there alone. That's what she's here for. That's when you book in with her. And that's when you dive deeper because you need somebody to help you see what, what you're just, you know, yearning really underneath to understand and to grow into. Um, and it's a beautiful, it is a beautiful process, right? And I, I don't know how it is for you, but uh, for me, even sometimes doing readings, you know, something I'll come up and I'm like, oh, interesting that you're dealing with that right now. I think I might be feeling that as well. And, and I feel like people need to understand there's a reason for that because our vibrations are all interconnected and synchronicity exists for a reason. It, it's there for us to continue to grow and evolve together. So, um, you know, it's fun sometimes to do a group reading and the same card will come up for everybody in the group because we're literally all dealing with a same aspect of something, yeah. right? Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's even with the shadows, even with like um, shadow energies, when I can do collective shadow readings, so we're all experiencing the same kind mm -hmm. of shitty feeling or <laughs> yeah. shitty vibe, uncomfortable vibe. And it's yeah. like, hey, you know, we're, you're not alone. No. We never are. No. That's the thing. We never are. No. No, we're never alone. 
it's um, a lie, right? It's a lie that we're alone, um, a lie that we have to do it all alone. Uh, we're not meant to be an island. Um, our body is an island. Our body is an island for our soul, but it's meant to be connected with a whole bunch of other islands. And we're, and we're all connected by the same waters, right? And there's our synchronicity um, in, that, in that waters, that waters that connect us. Yeah. Super cool. Do you have anything else that, you know, like has been swirling on your mind around shadow work or where you're headed on your journey that you want to share or, or anything you, you've got me in front of you too. So if there's anything you want to, uh, you know, throw at me or, or ask that, that deepens this conversation. Deepens. I love that. Um, you know what, we, we pretty much shared everything that I had kind of going on in my mind. Mm -hmm. um it's like what's really been embodying me lately is the idea of the gray area and um i've been considering you know expanding my um my my knowledge my my depth to that because we hear a lot about shadow we hear a lot about light and we don't hear enough about the middle ground mm -hmm. and everyone wants to be ultimately happy right mm -hmm. that's what's really what most of us are striving for in life and in order to find sustained flow in happiness we need to take aspects of both shadow and light in mm -hmm. order to do that in duality right so it's like this is like something I've, I've kind of been really considering um putting out there more is is that gray even uh in my my latest deck that i created there's gray cards which are our signifiers of balance they're signifiers of being able to flow being able to see everything objectively when when you pull that card in my deck you're like oh shit you know like there's a there's a balance here either you need it or you have it and it's up to you to intuitively discern which one it is but uh the, there's like you know it's there and it's so fascinating to me that that that's something we don't talk about you know mm -hmm. because i think we associate the gray area of everything as negative like mm -hmm. in our life in our physical reality when we hear oh that's a gray area instantly it's like, oh taboo you know like everybody quiet down <laughs> uh, because it's a gray area but it's like no spiritually we need that gray area that gray area is happiness that gray area is how we sustain and flow and move it's not one or the other it's both in unison and that's just really throughout all the changes that have occurred in my life I've really leaned into that gray because I know very easily um how like exactly how fucking easy it would be to go back in that darkness to go back in that dark pit of like mm, suppress hide you know destroy myself for, for other people mm -hmm. um now it's like you can't do that because you know that you're of service, you know that you have a greater calling. And it's like the gray area is like, mm. that's why I call it the sweet spot. Because if I wasn't in the gray area right now, whew, you know, like I could very easily fall down into, into that pit of despair, into that pit of darkness, which I've already gotten myself out of multiple times in my life. Mm -hmm. And now it's about honoring when I'm down there <laughs> instead mm -hmm. of like, staying down there just like okay I feel like shit today why is that mm -hmm. let's explore you know yeah. instead of like oh I feel like shit I'm just gonna lay on my couch all day and like ah you know like it's like yeah, yeah what am I gonna this what am I gonna movement. do with it yeah what am I gonna do exactly, with it yeah. yeah and you know I I talk to people uh who are grieving and there's a lot of um a lot of uh you know pressure that grief is supposed to be a time frame and it feels like that's the same with shadow. Like there's supposed to be a time frame of when I'm in shadow. No, 
<laughs> it's a process, right? And to your point, finding that balance between light and dark, that's like when the waves come together and you're no longer in the depths and you're no longer on the crest. You're just, you're just kind of smooth sailing. Right. And, um, you're just, you're just in that place of being where you've pulled learning and wisdom from both aspects of who you are. And nobody gets to tell you how long you get to flow or, or how long you go down into the depths or how long you, you ride at the rise because it's all just, it's all just your experience. Um, yeah, it's where you're at. I love it. Oh, new deck, a new card deck coming. That's amazing. Is it out already? Hopefully. Uh, the latest one I did was my inner child Oracle deck. Um, I, I haven't really released that one yet. I'm just kind of making it on my own. Um, but I do intend to create at some point this year, which uh, hopefully I do, um, a, a great area deck where, where we really can find that balance within and there is shadow aspects there is light aspects but ultimately you know it, it's about finding that balance of the two I love it I love it well Jackie I wanted to say thank you for paying me back a favor and and coming on to my side of of the screen and just sharing you know what it's been like in your experience as a shadow coach um, how you got started with auras, where, where shadows took you into self-growth and, and a real big understanding of the responsibility to find integrity and authenticity, which only come through shadow work and your commitment to, uh, working with other people who recognize that it can be uncomfortable, but, it, but shadow is a part of who we are and how we walk in this life. And, uh, for those of you who want more shadow coaching we will have links in the show notes for you to get uh hands on the deck that she has released and uh ways to stay in touch with her for um link her decks that will be coming as well as those safe spaces that she mentioned where she does release a lot of her writing so thank you so much jackie for being with us for all of you listening thank you for having me. oh Bye, you're thank so you. welcome <laughs> thank you and everybody stay curious Thank you for listening to the Naturally Curious podcast with Tawny Stowe. Be sure to tune in again to be inspired and nurture your curiosity.